0: Nick Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly Four times a week for you Sup y'all welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly I am Nick this is The Flanagan, Nick Flanagan Weekly. We have a new logo. Maybe you noticed it. It's by Peter Kaliniuk. Lots of uses of my image in fun ways. Familyofspirit.com. Familyofspirits.com is Peter Kaliniuk's website. He is someone who is from the area that I went to high school in, and I used to find his zines and think, boy, these are awesome. And uh, we are still in touch. He's from a talented family of Kaliniak brothers. He was nice enough to do a logo. And uh, let me know what you think. It's pretty wild. Also, someone sent me, Adam, frequent listener Adam, uh, sent me some backing tracks. Adam, I haven't written you back, but I will use them in the future. But right now, it's all about lo fi beats to chill to. And uh, not chill to. Lo fi chill beats to study to. That's a funny thing I've noticed about YouTube is there's these people making a killing with these weird 24-7 streaming chill musics. I can't get mad either. I'll make this person some money. I'll make it for them, and then they'll give me some, maybe. Uh, Thanks to anyone who listened to the Claro Kane episode, that was a treat to put together. I was reminded of a nice conversation that we had. How are you? How was your week? How was your life? Are you feeling better? Are you feeling worse? What the hell? What a time to be alive. I've been following the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones beef. Don't worry, I'm not gonna talk about it more, but boy is that weird. If you told me 10 years ago that Alex Jones and Joe Rogan would be fighting, I would have said, I don't care. Those people are uh, minor figures in the grand scheme of things. And now it feels like they're major players. Yes, I beg you to try to fix my YouTube algorithm for me. My YouTube algorithm has been screwed up. I'm I'm being offered lots of Joe Rogan experience clips, experiment, whatever it's called, and a lot of things where you know, uh, liberals get owned and conservatives get, conservatives get owned and and I'm sick of it. I just want some joy. I just want something that will spark joy in my heart. Is that so much to ask? I'm capable of feeling joy. The chills beats to study to are giving me joy. The knowledge that your ears are absorbing these words is giving me joy. The fact that I'm going to go to an Venue later on and do some comedy gives me joy. And yet media is almost being intentionally used to to, to subtract joy. To detract from calm living. And it's the stuff I like. Even the stuff I agree with that I like. It's all there to be like, you gotta get mad. You know what, though? Don't get mad. Get even. Find out where these people are. Go put your megaphone, do some protesting. Otherwise, ignore it. You're not involved. But if you want to get involved, get involved. (laughs) I say all that to say this. I watched all of Russian Doll on Netflix. This streaming life that we have. Oh, this streaming life that we have. People make a series for us and we deal with it. Shout out to my friend Tom Henry, acted with Mary J. Blige on the new show The Umbrella Academy. Ironically it's Marie Kondo, whose show I have not seen, who is popularizing the phrase sparks joy. And yet Netflix, I don't think it's about sparking joy. I very rarely had Netflix spark joy. It sparked interest. It sparked learning. It sparked chilling, if you know what I am saying. But it's not... It's original programming, especially. Never joy. Never joy. They're like, oh, The Punisher and uh, Jessica Jones got canceled. Okay. I'll live. Daredevil? Canceled? I'll live... These are all things I thought were, well, I didn't know what Jessica Jones was, but as a kid, if you told me they were shows, I'd be watching them every day, 24-7, all day, every day. And then there's the stuff that gets critically praised. Finally, Netflix is entering into this era where people are starting to say, you know what, I like the shows. So I sit down, I watch me some Russian doll. It's good. But it needs. If something really is good, really is good, and I'm not saying it's good. For, there's so much oddness happening right now. Films used to be tremendously analyzed, criticized. Uh, a good movie was seen as opening up the um, parameters of the medium. And television went through that. Famously, with all of the shows on HBO. I would say those made the most impact. And then you could say Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Um, A lot of other stuff, but... Definitely that world of Tom Fontana, Homicide, Life on the Street, Oz. That was huge. And yet, television, or we can say streaming, has not really received the same critical approach that film had that kind of for many years kept movies relatively good and so we're at russian doll perfectly fine groundhog's day it's a wonderful life back to the future disappearing brother concept i'll put smushed into one natasha leone memorable person good cast i don't know it just didn't It didn't ascend. And that's all I'm looking for is some ascension, some moment where I go, wow, like I'm looking in in a mirror, this is reflecting, but it's actually a deeper reflection than I knew I had. It's telling me there is more to life. That's what beautiful images and thinking is all about. And you know what happens when you unpack a Russian doll? In the end, you have nothing. When you take out the last tiny Russian doll, there's nothing under it. I'm really not trying to, trying to crap all over this show. It was good. It was interesting. It was like a combination of a lot of things. But I just think the over-praising, or just the praising, the strict praising that I'm seeing is evidence of a culture that is more about recapping than truly reacting. And that scares me. And I think television... It's funny that some of the strongest criticism is, is now in, in of comedians and, and especially of their material choices because that's like the most subjective thing to go after. Whereas objectively, you can watch TV and say, that did not grab me. And we allow for absurdity and mean-spiritedness to cover up um, profundity. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at here. I know nothing funny has happened yet. God darn it. And I don't mean to use Rus- Russian doll as some sort of an example of everything that's wrong. Um i would say that the, cr- the 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 critic class, in fact there's a reference in the show about great critics being dying with the AIDS crisis and it almost the show is almost a like a saying we'd be screwed if these critics hadn't died <laughs> so i respect that there's the self awareness but you know if you watched it i want i would love to know what you think um I think that there's a thing in Hollywood now, uh, and, and there's something with people when they're sort of 20 years into their career and finally ascending or reascending, where they're sort of comfortable in their position, and, and they create charmless characters uh, without redeeming the charmlessness if that's any um, if that makes any sense. Redeeming the charmlessness, meaning um, making this horrible person a protagonist who is completely unsympathetic, but you're watching anyway. Instead, you get these people who are charmless, but not the worst people. And then, what are we left with? Of course, Russian Doll deals somewhat with trauma, as does this other Netflix show I started watching called Maniac that I actually was pretty taken by, and then it took these sort of turns into uh, flashbacks or fantasy sequences both shows deal with trauma and I think that's interesting and I, I, I think that you know that was definitely the most interesting aspect of Transparent to me was that it dealt with trauma somewhat uh, of course talk about traumaless Characters <laughs> that's Transparent Hannah Gadsby and Jill Soloway are a couple Intriguing I'd love to be there for one of those dinner parties But I don't think I would be Invited Until I get a bit more Hollywood juice Until my IMDb Starometer increases And if I keep knocking Netflix yeah, It's is going down All right, well, it's been fun talking. Thank you for listening. I'd love to know what you think of Russian Doll, what you think of Transparent, what you think of Maniac. Write weeklypodcasts at gmail.com. Information about the Patreon and stuff is at the end of the episode. And uh, please check out Peter Kaliniak's work. And uh, I love what he did with the logo. Thanks, Peter. Talk to you later. What's up, party people? Thank you for listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I really appreciate it. Um, You could support the podcast in numerous ways. The best way is definitely sharing the podcast, telling your friends, telling people you like it, telling me you like it, reviewing it on iTunes, rating it on iTunes, subscribing to us there, subscribing to us anywhere, SoundCloud, Podbean, whatever, and uh, making sure you download it as well. Uh, you can also become a member of my Patreon if you want to offer up a monthly fee that will keep me giving you four episodes a week, interviews, life tips, meditations, all kinds of stuff. There's perks. Check into it. And uh, this is the only non-GMO podcast in the entire universe. Uh, Duncan Trussell has .0000000000 half of one GMO in his podcast. Joe Rogan is actually 30% GMOs. Um, lots of ones, you know, there's lots of GMOs in a lot of podcasts, but this has no GMOs. And uh, you can donate one time, two, at donorbox.com slash nick-flanagan-weekly. That's just a way you can throw me a buck or two whenever you want. And of course, you could buy my album at nickflanagan.bandcamp.com I've got a tiny letter if you want to sign up to a newsletter at my website, that's fine Podcast has social media It's all fun You'll enjoy supporting any of this if you like the goofiness that I provide Alright, bye Nick Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly, four times a week for you.